Welcome to Peaking to Success, the podcast that delves deep into our guest success stories. The highs, the lows, the lessons learned, and if there's any exciting future plans lined up. Talking about future plans, Peaking into Success is proudly supported by Peak Wills and Estate Planning. We're here to support you with any future planning. Long gone are the times of solicitors in suits and ties and dark rooms and outdated practices. We are proud to offer a fresh and dynamic approach to the stuffy old world of wills, changing the way we talk about what happens when we die. But... That's enough talk about death on a podcast introduction. It's time to pass you over to Peeking Into Success host, Mr. Adam Kahn. Whose success are we peeking into this episode, Adam? Thanks, Sam. Today we've gotten two lads that have started up some charity football matches with influencers in aid of Andy's Man's Club, which is a charity for men that if they need to speak about anything that's on their mind they can do so in a safe and private environment. Kieran and Luke are both passionate about the charity and have created this social media influencer uh, football match, which went so successfully this year, they've upped the ante for 2024. Want to know what's happening within Derby's black community? Or perhaps you have a story of your own to share? Then look no further than Majatu, your one-stop source for local African and Caribbean news. With our digital news platform and quarterly print magazine, keep up to date on all of the latest in arts, entertainment, food, sports and more. Find us online at mojatu.com. Right, hi guys. Um, how are we today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. good, all good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So I've got two people with me. I've got Luke and Kieran. So do you want to explain why you're on today and what you're kind of promoting? Um, so uh, originally um, it was my event and I did a lot of the work. But I felt like I needed someone who I could trust and someone who just a great lad and someone who would add a lot to the event. So, Kieran did my designs last year and he absolutely smashed it. Like, absolutely smashed it. So, I made a decision to get him as my co-organiser this time and already there's been such a bigger jump in everything. It's got so much more better. I just want to it to you as well, Kieran. Yeah, thank you, mate, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, like Lee says, um, last year I did like loads of the graphic design, sort of social media um, side of the event, um, which which went really well. Uh, I think, you know, we, we got some really good numbers on a few different products and, you know, it ultimately ended up being a, a decent-sized event uh, for our first one. But, um, yeah, no, like Luke says, I think with the announcements we've already done, um, Angry Ginge and Bazinga at the moment, I, I think you can tell... We've upped the levels massively, um, yeah, we're just we're just looking to become one of the biggest events, charity events in the UK. To be honest, so of course, all the event, the previous one and this one is being done for the same charity. So, yeah. do either of you have kind of a link to the charity, or have done work for the charity previously to? have chosen Andy's man's man club to kind of raise awareness of and raise money for? Uh, you can go first this time, Kieran. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, personally, I don't. Um, it's it's a, it's a men, uh, men's mental health um, 
charity. They do loads of good work to do with that. Um, it's not a specific charity I've ever had like any sort of you know involvement with. Um, but obviously, you know, it's a great cause, and it's something that I also feel really strongly about. So, you know, it's, it's a no-brainer to want to get involved, really. Um, yeah. Yeah, so when I had the idea to do a charity match, it was the first charity I wanted to do it for. Um, on my TikTok, when I used to post more regularly, I would do a lot of videos for mental health, and then we'll start doing it again. Just trying to be like, to teach men that it's okay to feel sad that I, I suffer mental health terribly but doing this event helped me a lot and knowing that raising awareness for this charity you know it, it's an honor really to to be able to promote Mandy's man club because what they do is so special no i respect i mean you speaking so openly about yourself and why you're driven to kind of raise some money for it if anyone didn't know what Andy's man club is how would you explain it briefly of what the charity does and what the money that you two raise through this these events of the charity matches does for the charity? Um, so we don't know what to do with the money personally. Obviously, we just give them the money and they knew they fund it for whatever. As I say, every every bit of money, every penny goes to Tiny Man Club. Everything, every ticket sales, the GoFundMe page, everything goes to them. Um, Ali's Man Club is it's basically just a safe space for men to go and talk to because it's a stigma, you know, that men can't cry men have to be strong you know, men's mental health is looked after and it isn't, obviously we had Paddy the Baddy, he came out of that speech sort of helped the cause a little bit more um, but basically yes, it's a safe space for, for men to talk really, they have like group sessions where there's a ball being passed around and if you get the ball you can talk, you can express your feelings. Um, you don't want to, you don't have to, you don't have to, you can pass the ball on. I just think it's such a killer mental health, like it kills so many people. So, as I say, it's an honour to raise money for them. Perfect. I mean, I think you've summed it up perfectly. A lot of people, especially older people, overlook look it and kind of, we're very blessed in a way to be in a kind of generation that actually cares for our kind of mental health and kind of what's going on in the inside with us as well as the outside so you having kind of this alliance to this charity and raising funds for them is massive and people should speak up and should have that safe space to talk about is i mean i know a lot of people, and especially in certain lines of work, feel like they can't talk up. So having that place where, as you've said, oh, they can go, they can kick a ball around and when they get the ball, they can talk if they want to, gives people that outlet in different ways. And I mean, you doing what you're doing is a massive achievement. And the people that, of course, we're going to talk about that you've had on previously in your event, as well as... Now, the upcoming announcements and who you've announced already, you're doing massive things and you're kind of raising a load of money and awareness for the charity. So, of course, the first match happened last year. So how did the planning, the preparation go for that, as well as kind of 
the event as a whole. Um, yeah, last year, well, this year, even, um, Ireland won was, was it was good. It was very good. Um, we raised a good amount of money, which is ultimately the thing we're trying to do. Um, and that's, you know, that's always going to be the goal. So we completed that in that aspect. Um, but, you know, for, for me, uh, it was the sort of first ever charity match I've ever been involved in. Never done anything like, like this, never organised anything like this before. Um, so, yeah, it was a real learning about how things are prepared, how things are organised. Um and yeah, it's, it's been really, really fun just, you know, doing things and preparing things and, and talking to these these influencers and things like that. Um, you know, there's, there's definitely a, a large amount of photos to play. Um, me and Luke have, have encountered plenty of them. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. I think we, we've done really, really well for our first event. And, and like I say, I think the second one, I think with what we've learned already and, and what we now know, I think we can, we can up the levels even more. So yeah, um, we originally right. It was supposed to be a year prior in Farley, yeah. Um, yeah. that was a year we had to postpone it because we were, we were, I wasn't really prepared at all. No, uh, I, I was very naive going into what actually goes into charity matches. I was very naive to think about that, and I've learned from that. Uh, but yeah, to say a lot does go behind the scenes. It isn't just. A Sunday league match, you know, where you just turn up, you know, you have to go through so many hurdles and it's to touch words so far, we're, we're, we're doing really well, like progressing up a lot faster than we thought we would, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, um, we can announce some of those, those things soon. But yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work, a lot of mental draining and especially when people drop out as well. Like... In the last week, I think there were about five dropouts, and I was so mentally drained. They were all for legit reasons, you know, wasn't that people couldn't be arsed, like, like three injuries, randomly, out of nowhere. And, yeah, recovering from that, you know, it was quite hard to, like, you know, but we managed to get the players in, so in the end, it wasn't too bad. And I think I think it's really important to, to mention as well, like, like Luke just said, like, how how much time and effort and, and dedication has to go into these charity matches. Because, like, you know, we, what you just said, like, the Farsley one in 2022, I think, when we were meant to, put, meant to do, like, our initial first one, it, looking back on it, it was so underprepared, so, yeah. so just bad compared to, <laughs> compared to what we actually did this year. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I think because it, it's not publicly shown, I think a lot of people don't understand that sort of side of it. Um, you know, there's so many hours talking to people and trying to get things sorted, and and then when things don't like, don't go right, you don't just give up. You keep trying for other things. Um, and yeah, I think you know, with the with the increased amount of charity matches, I think it feels like there's one every week at the moment. <laughs> um, you know, I think I think it's important that, that people recognise that it's very hard work to, to put one on, and you know, credit to anyone that, that pulls off a successful one, really. No, hundred percent, and I mean. I've I've done charity work in the past last year. Um, I did quite a few events for blood cancer charity. So I mean that's that's me doing it off my own back and doing things that I could do on my own. Whereas you're trying to organise yourself a venue, as well as potentially up to thirty, would you say, other people? Well, well, way more than that. Um, so, 
if the Saul were doing it this year, last year was a eleven v eleven sort of game. Um, but this year we've got we've got four different teams involved, so it's going to be like a tournament style. Nice. Um, the finals and then obviously a final. Um, so yeah, we're looking at in total, including like managers and all that, probably about seventy different creators Jeez. coming together um, to raise. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 very hectic. Um, there's a lot a lot still to do, but you know I yeah. think that we've we've come a long way in such a short amount of time here preparing yeah. the next one. I think we're in a really good sort of place at the moment. Uh, sort of looking for yeah, uh, looking for, uh, to the to the next year. To be honest, and with the setup, of course, now you said there's four teams and kind of two kind of playoff games in the final. Is that all being played on the same day, or have you kind yeah. of yeah? And the, are they all ninety minute matches, or are you reducing the game time? Because of the two games, um, we're looking at um, so there's going to be four games in total, two games, two semi-finals, a third-place playoff, and a final. And we're looking to do potentially twenty-five minute halves. Nice. Um, but have like a shorter break between games. Okay. Um, so, so it doesn't drag out too much. I mean, everyone and everyone gets everyone gets football. Do you know what I mean? Like, you do want that competitive element towards it, but. At the end of the day, you know, you're not getting money out of it. You know, the players aren't. It's not like they're not necessarily for them for, to grab, it's for making money for the charity. Mm. So we just want everyone to turn up, do players, and have a good day, really. We don't really want the competitiveness to be too high. We just want everyone to come together for the cause. Yeah, I think I think one of the big ones that we always look up to, I think everyone who creates sort of these events looks up to, is obviously the Sidemen match. Um and, you know, like, it's, it's very obvious that they don't want it to be taken too seriously. You know, you've got the likes of the Cowboy Dragons, XQCs in goal and things like that. Yeah. It helps do it. It makes it more, it makes it more enjoyable. Um, and, yeah, I think it just it just helps you you as, a, as an event, you know, if, if everyone's sort of very fun about it, you know what I mean? Because that's, that's the idea of it, you know. It's, it's football, it's a game, it's meant to be fun. Um, and if you can raise money alongside that, then, then even better. 100% and I mean with the kind of raising money aspect that kind of ties me nicely what I'm going to ask next is how are you raising funds so of course I assume that there'll be ticket sales but what else behind the scenes do you do to generate more money for the charity? Yeah so we've got we've got plenty of um, sponsorship packages so we, we've thought a long and hard about this for the last few months um, how we can sort of raise funding for the event because there is a lot of things to pay for some things that people might not even think about um, are like security you have to pay for the actual ground itself the kits are not cheap at all um, so yeah, it's, um, it's a very very long process of getting that all sorted so we've got plenty of sponsorship packages um, luckily we've got quite a lot of them filled already um, which is massive for us. Um, and we've got we've got really really interesting talks coming in the next few days, um, sort of regarding regarding more things to do with that. So so yeah, that's going to be a very very interesting time for us. So yeah, you know, there's, there's like you say, ticket sponsor, ticket sales are a massive bit. Um, but there's also you know your kit sponsors, individual player sponsors, um, people that sponsor the live stream that we're doing, people that sponsor the program that we're putting out there's, there's loads of things that go into it um and yeah we just want to 
we want to help the people as well that are willing to put their money into it. So we've, we've got, um, for example, one of the first people to get on board, he's now sponsored both Angry Ginger and Bazinga as a company called Madalamash Football. I want to give a big shout out to them because they they're one of the first that got involved and they've, they've really helped us so far. Um, yeah, they've come on board. They've sponsored our sort of trophy Man of the Match package. Okay. Uh, so, that, yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting following the events because uh, that's where they'll get most of their coverage, I would have thought. Um, so, yeah, it, it, just people like that, you know, people that are willing to, to put their, their money and their time in to help us, we want to give back and also, you know, provide them with, with eyes and, and potentially, like, you know, sales for their business and things like that. No, 100%. And it shows with how you guys talk that you're aware of people's input and trying to give something back which is nice because of course a lot of a lot of people don't understand the ins and outs and how you've explained people will just arrive at an event and be like oh yeah it was a good day out whereas all the people that are putting together to help you create this event it wouldn't happen if it wasn't for them. So, no, fair, fair play. And, I mean, do you want to run through some of the options that you do have and, like, the pricing? So if people do listen and they are interested in sponsoring, even if it's a minimal amount, how they would do that and what they could get? Yeah, um, so, yeah, it's, it's very, very much up in the air at the moment, to be honest with you, because, we, like I say, we've got a few ongoing talks in the next couple of days, so yeah. we're not getting on anything um just yet but we've definitely got plenty of individual player sponsors i know no one else has been announced apart from ginger and, and bazinga just yet yeah um but you know it, it starts starts what we always say what we're saying with these sponsors as well like we're saying for the for the player sponsor for example it's a it's a minimum of 20 pounds sort of input to that um which means sort of if you wanted to donate more obviously that that will help us increase production and, and you know, ultimately make the event better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all our all our things are kind of like that. Um, and we've got places on the on the stream um, sponsors still available, program sponsors still available. Um, and yeah, if anyone is interested in any of that, um, drop us a DM on the Awareness Randy Man Club, any any one of our social media pages, or, or drop us an email or whatever. Um, and yeah, we can we can hopefully get you sorted. And yeah, perfect. And I mean, what other ways can they donate to? Is there kind of a just giving page, or is there kind of another way of donating? Is there kind of fundraising events you're potentially doing before? Is there anything else how people can give to your kind of cause of the charity match and awareness for Andy's Man's Club? Um, yeah, there will be a. Um... We did it last year and we raised quite a lot of money on it actually. There will be a GoFundMe page and we're looking to do a raffle this year as well. Um, something we tried the what the previous one we didn't really have enough time of. There's something that we didn't really yeah, didn't really happen. But next year, yeah, we're gonna put more organisation into the raffle and we're gonna try and give away like tickets as well. Um yeah so more people come and watch and just yeah make it as enjoyable day as possible really nice i mean how many people did attend last year and what is kind of your max capacity of the venue uh 
See, fact, I can't actually remember an exact number we had last year. It was, I, I want to say around 200, am I, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, around okay. that, which is which is very, very good, to be fair, you know. Um, but yeah, like I said, with this year, we're just looking to up everything. So we, we've moved venue from Ferriby, um, which is sort of whole way to Elkiston, which is Nottingham sort of way. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's a, it's a brilliant facility. I've been there a number of times myself um, and it's it's a great little place so yeah we're looking at it sort of packed really uh, you know we're we're hoping sort of 1000ish that's, that's a very very you know ambitious push but that, that's that's ideally what we'd want to get to um, and I think with the names that we've got announced I don't see why not you know we've, we've got some brilliant content creators with, with millions of followers so you know if they, if they rally their, their fans to get down to Wilkeston hopefully we can, we can see numbers like that no, hundred percent. And I mean, you've said as well previously, if people can't get to Ilkeston Town to support in the flesh, you're also doing a live stream. So is that going yeah. up on YouTube? And can people donate through that as well? How how is that kind of concept coming along? Um, you look here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah, last year we did a live stream, so we're looking to do the exact same again, really. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's a good way for people to, to get involved, obviously, if you can't make it down to Nottingham for whatever reason. Um, yeah, you know, we want to get people involved on the stream. It did quite well numbers-wise last year as well. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to just up, like I keep saying, we're just trying to up it, really. Um, you know, we want to bring you know, pre- presenters and things and a, a comedy team and better production value as a whole. Um, so, yeah, they'll, they'll, there's going to be hopefully a really, really sick stream that people can, can tune in on. Um, and then, you know, if people feel like they want to donate from watching at home, obviously we're, we're, we're open to that as well. Obviously we'll have uh, yeah, a Just Giving page and then, you know, anything that anyone can give to that um, would obviously be massive, massively appreciated. Perfect. And, I mean... What you kind of got cooking now, I feel like a lot of people are going to jump on and kind of support is, I mean, the people that you've already announced and the people that you had last time shows kind of the calibre of YouTuber or social influencer that you can get on. So hopefully they'll be interested in at least one of them players and come on and support you guys as well is that do you both play in the games previously and this time yeah do you play on the same team or different uh, well, oh God. yeah I don't, I don't know i don't know how we're gonna how we're gonna work it this year but we did manage to win um last year potentially some people were shouting for, for it to be rigged but um but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but um yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. We haven't decided sort of any any teams just yet. Um, so yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how we end up. I don't think I've actually we've played in a couple of charity matches. I've never played against Luke, so you know I might have to uh, might have to cross through if he's on the opposite team. <laughs> what positions do you both play? Uh, I'm more of an attacking player. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty much the opposite. I'm, I'm more of a fullback or a defensive midfielder. Oh, nice. That'll be a nice duel, hopefully, exactly, if you yeah. come against each other. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to kind of focus on kind of 
the highs and the defining moments of the kind of journey you've been on with these, well, the first one as well as preparing for the second one. So what do you think the biggest achievement for the events so far has been? Uh, I think definitely get the interest off the scene, yeah. I think that is, um, you know, it's on the side, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty mental. And uh, Ginger as well, you know, he's absolutely blown up massively of this year. Like, he's such a nice guy as well. Um, so I met him quite a few times. He played last last year, such a nice guy. Um, yeah, I think it's attractive. These sort of names are the ones we haven't... Um, and I'll share. I think that's one of, the, one of the big things is because there's so many charity matches out there now. There's so many to, yeah, to get these sort of names and for them to buy into our course of men's mental health is brilliant. I think, yeah, getting the names down and and to be honest, actually being able to be in a position to do this, I think is also a high because, you know, just the privilege of being able to do this. So doing that match, you know, with the second one is that kind of another stepping stone for you to go bigger and better and evolve or do you feel like this is your bigger and better and you'll be comfortable with the kind of duo with charity matches yeah I think potentially like it's it's pretty much you know up in the air we've not even completed our second one yet so it's, it's very hard to say um so yeah I think I think we just have to we just have to take it day by day and just see where we are. You know, if we want to go and do another one after after we've done this one, if it goes all right, you know, we've got the connections, we've got the facilities to, to make that happen. You know, we can we, we, we know how to up it as well. We can get a bigger stadium, we can get more people involved or whatever. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see like the conclusion after that, where we go, what we want to do. Um, I'm definitely not opposed at the moment to, to having a third one. I think it'll be a really um, cool thing to, to you know, grow the brand and then the, the the awareness, I guess, of Andy's mind will be even more. Um, so, yeah, it'll be really, really cool. Yeah, no, I agree. I love, uh, obviously, I'm not thinking about a third one too much at the moment because obviously it's <laughs> on the process of this one. But, yeah, no, I love to do it as, as long as you possibly can, really. Like, that's my aim, really, just to keep. Yeah, so building Andy's Man Club as much as possible, and um, the main aim would be able to do it in a in a football league stadium. I think. Yeah, I think that that would be like like obviously I custom by the way, but it does not feel like a non-league ground at all. It really uh, is very good. It's very good for its um, level, but like I'm on the bar, like the championship or prem. That's like maybe 
two or three down the line, like that would be yeah, that would be the dream. That was the dream to do at West Ham, but you know I don't know that unfortunately. That'd be the dream. You've got to try and do a sideman numbers and figures to try and get that oh, one. Yeah, I, I imagine what they go through to do that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think the defining moment is? kind of on this journey for yourself so is there kind of a moment whether it be good or bad that's kind of defined these events for you two I think personally um when we when we first initially had the idea when Luke initially had the idea in, in 2022 um to, to you know go through with all this and then we built all this all these connections with people and we built this account and we built these um this, this brand in a way um, and then for for us to be let down by by ground and, and you know really sort of impacts the the events and, and then that that all of that dice never ended up going ahead and, and things like that is just all of these all of these negatives all of these setbacks um, and just the ability to to get through them you know just to to say you know we really do want to do this and we want to we want to put our mind to it no matter what sort of comes our way I guess. Um, and you had to keep going and then to make an event that was a million times better than, than we could have dreamed of when we first had the ideas. Um, yeah, I think that was a was a really defining moment. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, the first time doing it, it was so mentally draining. Like, because a lot of the sponsors last year were through family businesses. Okay. Um, so the budget wasn't, like as good as it is this year touch wood so they'd be like grounds asking for so much money and like yeah it was just a lot of getting like no's or it'd be this amount of money x amount of money and not available on this date and i had this like group of people waiting for something and to keep telling them yeah i don't know i don't know yet it was yeah i I nearly gave up can't lie first time doing it i thought yeah and then therapy just got in contact with them and yeah they was they were really good with it really they um they kept us they kept the players safe um yeah they were really really nice people to work with um they were you know there wasn't any like issues they really had building up to it they were very cooperative with things so yeah i think my words would be though for anyone who wants to think about doing it do not fall at the first hurdle because if we did that after the first one then you know we wouldn't have been in this position right now <laughs> yeah Very I, think true. Either, I think if a ground lets you down or you know I think you think about how many how many grounds there are in England uh, I, Jesus I'm not a ground type to call like but you know there's so many grounds in England with stamps like it doesn't necessarily mean how big the ground is. As long as you get that match done, and then that's the best. That's the best thing you can do, really. I think. No, hundred percent. Like, if you raise like, is it from a pound to ten grams, you've still contributed something. That's what I think. Definitely, I agree with that, and hopefully, this just with the kind of setback that you had of the 2022 one not going ahead, I feel that's made you guys more determined oh, for yeah. these ones to be good and have a good quality 
because it's not like you're going to um, your old school and kind of putting it on there on their field. You're actually trying to push for good quality and good names. And as well, a main point that you said, you're trying to keep the players safe at all times. Is of course now, of course, with the added pressure that you've got of having high-profile names, that's a big factor for you guys and people overlook these things, especially people that aren't kind of in that world. So for you guys to kind of take all of that on board and in your stride is a massive props to both of you for what you're doing at the moment. So fair enough. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, like, like I said, I think it's a massive learning curve that that happens. I, I am glad that it happened to be honest with you. Right. If we'd uh, if we'd have gone ahead with our twenty twenty two one, it it would have been uh, it would have been a disaster when it's happened to be honest. Um, so I think having that having that period of of being down, but using that to come back and improve things like the social media and improve things like you know the ground that we've got and then the connections that we made. Um, I think it just resulted in a lot better for us to be honest with you and, and like I said it's a, if anything it's a, it's a benefit to us that it, that it happened in that way 100% I agree and I mean you're getting more awareness now than what you were at the beginning so kind of the if the 2022 one happened these others may not have so there we are everything happens for a reason and that that that's it, and you're you're smashing it now. Um, I wanted to ask a question now, which I feel links with the charity. So, of course, asking you both to give a piece of advice, maybe to your younger self when you were at a time where you were quite low or struggling, as well as other people, no matter how old they are how how your piece of advice may help them to maybe seek help through the charity or maybe help them acknowledge that they they can strive for greatness and it's not all dark and they don't have to go down a dark path of potentially suicide or something that could cause harm to you, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I think... I've always said this about things like mental health. I think it's very hard for you know you to. It's very hard for you to find out how you deal with it. Um, you know, you, you read things online about like you know going for walks or you know taking yourself off social media, but that it doesn't help for everyone. It's not like a it's not a blanket statement. You know, it's 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 very much down to the individual how you deal with things like that. Um, and yeah, you just need to need to work out what works for you um and don't uh, don't feel put down if something doesn't work for you because you know if talking to talking to friends might work for, for you know someone but it might not work for for, for you um so yeah it's, it's difficult um you know you've got you've got to work that out um you got you got to keep going as well you know you can't get disheartened with it um you know it, there's always there's always light uh, at the end of the tunnel but um you know, you know, yeah. I think that's that's my main thing, really. Just having the having the determination to to work out what works for you and and keeping going sort of after that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Great words there, Kieran. Um, I want to go a little bit deep into it because like mental health awareness is what I strive for. It's what I um 
I've tried to do everything to download your TikTok, really. Um, mental health is such... It's just like having like an anvil in your head that just makes you feel down and way down and unsociable and so like trapped in your own mind and it, it, it kills so many people and even not having necessarily mental health but having disability as well like something that makes you feel different it's so it's so hard to adapt to that when you don't have the right support and I think anyone can do what they want to do. Like, say, advice to younger self. I am 1 million percent a completely different person that I am now than what I used to be. Like, yeah. And I think if I told myself, someone told me that I'd you know, be doing work for a cause that means a lot to you, do you know what I mean? Like, you start doing stuff something that means so much to you, you know, you never believe it, like, you don't, and I think anyone could do whatever they want to do, generally, I think the most important thing with struggling with mental health, the first step is to realise what's going on, and then the second step is to talk to someone, like, it doesn't have to be someone you know, there's just hotlines, like, Samaritans, there's so many people, suicide awareness, people that charities that you can just call and you know they they won't see they won't judge you you know there's so many people out there who can help you and i know you can feel at the bottom of the world the deepest part of the earth and you feel like there's no way out the tunnel but there is i'm still trying to get out of my own tunnel i'm still trying to get out of it it's hard it takes time you don't just get over overnight and i think when you when you make that first step onto that long path, it's worth it in the end. It's not worth taking your own life. And I think it's important to highlight as well the the people that that don't suffer with with mental health issues. Um, you know, I'm I'm lucky myself. I've never really dealt with anything long term like that. No, no, you know, depressions or anxieties or things like that. I count myself extremely, extremely lucky with that. Um, but you know, we we play a part. We play a part in in being able to to be an outlet to those people that do um whether that's talking to them or, or just doing things with them um and just just educating yourself is is a very very important thing you know what to do in these scenarios how you um sort of sort of look for these people that are showing signs of of having things like this um yeah i think it's really important that everyone is involved and just because you don't suffer doesn't mean that you don't have a part to play in helping people. 100%. And I mean, from what you guys have both said there, I'm hoping that at the end of your event, the second one, that you actually say a few words of, so for all the people that are going to come, why it's actually been put on it, how you two have kind of, portrayed mental health and kind of the help and kind of especially with you Luke dealing with it in the tunnel scenario and how you've explained it people need to hear that and I feel like with the people you've got on the platform and the stage that you're putting on for yourselves saying them words and kind of letting the people hear what you've got to say 
could hopefully make a massive change. And I don't know if you've got plans to kind of do a speech at the kind of present trophy presentation or anything. But if not, I feel like you should certainly consider it because yeah. I was fully engaged with you and I kind of was just staring as Luke's not got his camera on. So I was just staring at the speech things like, Staring it, staring into your soul, like just taking every word in that you two said. So, a hundred percent, that's something I, I feel that could move a lot of people and could put a massive stamp on why you guys are doing it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's actually not anything that we've we've sort of thought about. To be fair, I haven't anyway. Um, doing a speech like that or anything, but. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Like, like I think, I think that's actually a really, really good idea, and something that we can, we can definitely influence. I think, you know, if we're if we're impacting someone's life, whoever that might be, in a positive way, and you know, they 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 seek out help, or they they know a bit more about it, or they talk to their friend that they think might be suffering. You know, as as long as one single person that views the live stream or comes to the game or is involved in the game uh, as long as like, there's one person that's, that's job done in my opinion that's exactly the sort of thing that we're we're striving towards yeah um yeah i mean it depends uh, how anxious i feel about doing that but um, <laughs> yeah no i doubt love to yeah i think on like along with the match we are going to try and um, potentially do some sort of not like a high level production like a documentary uh, with some of the creators playing um, them speaking about mental health as well because along with the match we also do want to push a lot of mental health stuff in a bit like we repost a lot of them and things up the stories and um, yeah um, I, I really want to do some work with some of the creators just like speaking about their experiences and speaking and you know because people who watch content creators, you know, they may not know what they're going through, and we don't know what people are going through either. So it'd be good to try and get some information from the creators themselves, like what they've got, if if they feel comfortable to do so, obviously, um, to see if they can support the charity as well, and give their own words. So yeah, yeah, I think I think it can quite easily get lost as well. Sort of the main goal or the cause as a a viewer maybe of of these events you know you come down to the match and you see angry jid you see bazinga um but you know i think it's quite easy to forget what you're there for and what you're raising money for and what you're you know supporting really um and that's why you know like luke said we, we make a very very conscious effort to to repost things about mental health that's why the charity Andy's Man Club is specifically in our events title because we want people to to notice it and and think about it and and you know not for it to to leave their mind. We're at this event really. Hundred percent. I think I think you guys are doing a good job for the charity and the awareness as a whole. So big props to you guys. Um, just to kind of finish off, I've got some kind of quick fire questions for you both. So they're they're just easy going, and you'll be able to answer all of them. And I don't have a doubt in my mind that you would. So my first one is: 
dream stadium to kind of host this venue at. So I've already heard, of course, West Ham being mentioned, but if you've got any others, of course, share. Oh, I'll tell you what, dream. If we're talking specifically like unrealistic scenario, let's get everyone a private jet. Let's fly them <laughs> out to the Bernabeu. Let's get them <laughs> the stadium for a bit. I mean, I'd enjoy the holiday, to be honest, so I'd, I'd be game for that. Um, yeah, for me, it would actually be Upton Park, actually, um, the old West Ham Stadium. Yeah. Like, you know, going there for the first time was, yeah, it was amazing. Obviously, I love London Stadium, Upton Park. Also, uh, the whole City Stadium, because I'm, like, from there. So, um, also that, but the dream would be Upton Park, but obviously I can't do that anymore, so... Yeah, so I can't really give a realistic answer like that because I support a non-league side, so I, our stadium is probably worse than the one we're actually going to be playing at. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a tricky one. <laughs> no, fair, fair enough. Um, my next question is, what's if you could take one thing from this event, so a piece of, let's say, football memorabilia, what would you be wanting to take from the event? To kind of take home. Oh, Luke, you go first. I need some time. Um, what do you mean? Something that's happened in the event? Oh no! So a piece of memorabilia. So say, say for example, um, Bazinga scores the winning goal, and he goes, yeah. "Here you go, I've my right boot." As kind of a, as a kind of memorabilia thing, or kind of a shirt signed by all the players, or something like that. Yeah, oh. I tell you what I do actually. Um, but little spoiler, we're going to announce it now. Um, but for example, if if Danny Aaron's was ever playing our next match, God forbid, um, um, I would definitely take home his, his little Edgar David's goggles that he wears because those are those are dripping. Love them. Nice. I don't know. I actually, really don't. Maybe like. A photo of me and Bazinga doing the, the hammer sign, actually, because we're both yeah. like hammer I think that, yeah. I think maybe that, yeah. No, that's nice. And you could get him to sign the back or something, so you've always got it. Yeah. Nice. Um, who would you both liken yourself to, if you could liken yourself to any player in the game to describe yourself, who would you say, if you had to put one player to liken yourself to? <laughs> I'd say uh, Liverpool Raheem Sterling, um, one because I don't like him, and two, I, I just can't score goals. Like, I just, I, I, I can do, I can dribble, got pace, but I'm just allergic to scoring goals. Like I went like two years. You've been Luke. You've got a, you've got a Dimitri Payet esque free kick on you. Yeah, I did score a free kick in the last event, but um, that was a fluke. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who I'd go for. Like, I'd say Cafe Fee or Danny Alves. Cafe, like yeah. Um, yeah, maybe like Cafe when he was like six years old. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, who, so, my, my last question is going to be, if you could get one dream person that potentially is playing, we don't know at this point, but if you could put one person to play in your event, maybe in the future, who would you both pick? Oh, 
Is it anyone at all? Anyone at all. Anyone. It's just someone that you maybe like or kind of an idol, or it can be someone that you personal role model to you. So you could even say something like your brother or anything, like whoever you'd feel the most yeah. proud to kind of play alongside or be starstruck by. Yeah, I don't, to be fair, like, I don't know, I don't really take much of a, like, a massive interest in, like, celebrity culture and things like that, so I don't really have any, like, famous role models or things like that, but I've never really had that. Um, I don't know, maybe, like, someone, someone that I like musically or something, um, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know who you go for, maybe, like, um... Santander, for example, like I'm not a massive fan of him. I, I respect a lot of what he does, um, and I've heard he's a baller as well. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, maybe maybe getting him down, that'd be very very cool. But yeah, I'm not I'm not overly sure. I'll do one content creator and one footballer. A content creator is Spencer is Spencer FC. Yeah. Because I had took loads and loads of inspiration from him. Like you have played United. I um I made friends from the other team, like with me and my mates. Got that from got that from hashtag United. Um, you know, Wembley Cup, very yes. much. You know, a, a lot of my inspirations I've done in life is for Spencer. Um, is West Ham fan again. So um, and in football it's so boring, but it's just Mark messy. Noble. Here we go. No, it's <laughs> me- well, Mark Noble, but Messi generally. Oh, like, well, that's not fair enough. Yeah, Messi. yeah, Messi's my favorite footballer of all time. I know that's so basic and boring, but yeah, yeah, I think I would just. I don't think I'd be able to play properly. I'll share the pitch of the greatest footballer of all time. You know, I was so. cramping though. He would be getting a two foot straight away. <laughs> <laughs> great question there, by the way. Maybe I have to say yeah, very, very good. Oh no, thank you, thank you. I mean, six-year-old Cafu will be uh, Brexit tackling Messi any day, so it's all cool. This is, this is exactly it. <laughs> this is what we were focusing for. <laughs> um, just to kind of finish, do you want to tell people where they can find the event, the day, the time, as well as where people can find kind of your kind of social media presence? Yeah, so 8th of June uh, next year, all, all happening down at um, Ilkeston Town, which is sort of Nottingham Way, probably between Nottingham and Derby, I guess. Yes. Um, so, yeah, if anyone's coming around the area, um, yeah, we, we've got plenty of social media pages, all Awareness Randy Fan Club, they're all called that. Um, so, yeah, check us out. We'll be releasing sort of ticket info and things like that, um, more so in the new year. So, yeah, stay tuned, drop us a follow. Um, and obviously you get to see loads of the uh, loads of the creators that we're announcing throughout the rest of this month and December. Um, but yeah, yeah, but just drop us a follow and, and join the uh, join the adventure, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all we've got a Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram page. So uh, but clue on all the social medias. Um, yeah, donate if you can when the donation page is up. Um, probably next year. Around that time, um, yeah, there'll be another. When is this, when is this podcast got out? Sorry, so so it'll be the end of November, so a couple of weeks. November. Oh, I've ruined Danny Aaron's for nothing then. I'll be fine. Oh, uh, yeah, fine. so tomorrow we're announcing Hyde's beard 
and then um, next week will be Danny Aaron's, and then yeah, and then after that, yeah. Yeah, no, we can. I don't know, it might be Calder Dragon, maybe. Um, oh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> no, we can. Yeah, if if not, you've just spoiled it all for fun, haven't you? So. Well, this is it, yeah. Um, but like I said earlier as well, um, sponsorships, if anyone's interested in that, um, we've got a whole uh, post on our Instagram about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's one of the pinned ones, so it's the first thing you see as you come into the account. If anyone's interested in player sponsorships or anything like that, um, you know, drop us a DM, drop us an email. Um, yeah, we'll get you sorted. Perfect. And I think the last thing to say is, of course, thank you for coming on and kind of sharing everything about the charity and yourselves and the event. Because, of course, hopefully, me being from Derby and you doing such a big event near kind of my hometown. It's kind of a pleasure and something that hopefully a lot of people that listen to and my mates and stuff will hopefully come and see you in Elkston and enjoy some football. Hopefully, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to definitely get you down. Um yeah, we'll make sure make sure you're there. Um, but yeah, thank you for giving us yeah. to, to talk about all this. Definitely. Um, definitely. Awesome no, hundred percent any time boys, I'll I'm happy to help out your course, so no, thank you. The pleasure's been all mine. A top man, top man. Thank you for listening to another episode of Peaking Into Success podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've listened to today and would like to listen to more, go and check out the previous episodes on our channels and make sure you follow the page as well to keep up to date with the new exciting episodes that we've got upcoming for the rest of the year.